0: Recently, um, I tweeted about a, a podcast that came out a couple of episodes ago, and got a like from DC, the brain supreme of tag team, yeah, the rap group that made the song "Whoop." No there it is. That's our that's our, our friend. He listens um, to our show. Oh, no, yeah, course. I don't know if he listens to the show. I looked at his recent likes, and he appeared to have just gone down a rabbit hole of just like sprinkles, looking at sprinkles, and we had just <laughs> we had just oh, ranked cakes because sprinkles. they just
1: made that commercial about um, Have you seen the Geico commercial they're in where they're like making Sundays? And he's like "shakalata, lata. Yes, does he maybe say something was, about maybe making sprinkles? making a sequel with sprinkles. He was doing research for the part. Oh, he, he had, had to make sure he wasn't is. stepping on
0: anyone's toes. He's thinking of lyrics for sprinkles. Yeah. that's a good idea. If hey, if he doesn't, if that's not happening, Donovan, you should pitch it to him already.
1: It's a great idea. Uh, I was really excited when you guys comped sprinkles to um, glitter because I was the whole time I was like, glitter, glitter, glitter. It's the same oh, thing. Yeah. It's like the glitter <laughs> of food.
2: It took us a while yes. to get there, though. We were like, we had to kind of exhaust all the other avenues first before we did the right thing. Yeah. Right? We had to um, say like, oh, s- is it like sneakers? Is it kind of like uh, peppered beef jerky?
0: Man, we don't have peppered beef jerky on the list
2: yet. I don't know, man. I'm thinking of something that we would have had on the list that would have come. Um, I'm sorry. We got to get started with this. Uh, We're on the clock. <laughs> okay. We're wasting the listener's time right now. And uh, and time is money, Right okay and, yeah, well, we gotta, let's, I, let's I take this seriously then. man we got to be judicious with the way we use our time and we have to go on to the next thing and we have to get started
0: anything else you need to say about getting started
2: no just that we need to do it <laughs> we, we, we mustn't <laughs> should. okay we'll get started now all right Hello and welcome to every damn thing and that's what it's called because it's a podcast where we rank everything and I'm Phil
0: and I'm Jake and we're here to guide you through the list of everything.
2: Now, each episode we take items and then we tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to EveryDamnThing.net and you can find a link to that in the show notes.
0: So we've known each other since high school. Once, on a day that was so nice we couldn't possibly be expected to handle school.
2: If I recall correctly I faked being sick and you were pretending your grandma died.
0: That's right. Anyway, I was waiting outside the school with the principal when you rolled up dressed as my dad. The principal was feeling really awkward about the apparent death of my grandmother and tried to console me by reciting a ranked list of everything.
2: Which we memorized, of course, then we French-kissed, peeled out, and proceeded to have such a crazy whirlwind day soaking up the city of Chicago. Wrigley Field, the Art Institute. That it changed our entire outlook on life. The Von Day Parade, of course.
0: And also muddled up our memories of the list. So we can now only access the list little bits at a time through a scientific process called shooting the shit. That's how, with the help of friends and listeners, we reassemble the list of every damn thing.
2: The list now is at 257 items, with Dolly Parton at the top and transphobia at the bottom. Him. Jessica Rabbit and Portmanteau are at the middle of the list. When we say Jessica Rabbit, we're not talking about there is a a, a woman who calls herself Jessica Rabbit. She was in rap videos like in the early two thousands, and okay. that's like her professional uh, like model name. I don't know how she squared this with not getting sued, it but she did. That she did. She probably calls herself by a different name now. But if you Google Jessica Rabbit you might come up against her. So we're not talking about her. We're talking about the character from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. She's Roger Rabbit's yeah. wife.
0: Yeah. And also when we say portmanteau, we're not talking about one of the digits on the foot of a man who lives mm. at the place where the ships come in. Uh, of course not. So if you want to see the complete list, go to everydamthing.net and you can find a link in the show notes to that. Now we have a guest today. Yeah. Uh, a Super Submitter, a friend of the show. It's also contributed uh, creatively to the show. Yeah, returning Donovan champion. Badley's here.
2: I think
1: and, um, Phil is Ferris and... Um, Jake is Sloan. I think that makes me Cameron in this podcast today.
2: Yeah, I, nice, nice. I think that, Phil yeah.
0: is Ferris and I'm Jeannie. Uh, or maybe uh, vice versa.
2: But the lifestyle I'm living is very similar to Ferris's dad.
0: <laughs> oh yeah um, if the listener hasn't guessed yet or
2: hasn't uh, read the title of the episode
0: the first thing we're going to rank is Ferris Bueller's Day Off the movie and this was uh, brought by Donovan uh, his suggestion uh, and it's a great idea it's a 1986 film directed by uh, John Hughes
2: I saw it when it came out as like as a kid right and I watched it again so that we could do this because I didn't want to be caught off guard where like you guys would be talking about Louis Anderson is in it and I wouldn't know Louis Anderson was in it mm-hmm. you know I feel dumb about this so I saw it again and I enjoyed it like I, I was worried like i would watch this time i watched it i'd be like i don't want to see this rich kid you know like this teen like i was worried that i would want the principal to win the whole time because i would so this is
1: only the second time you've seen it
2: i'm sure i've seen it in the interim once or twice you know it's or at least watch part of it on cable until the commercial comes on or something throughout the years but like you know my wife it's like one of her main movies like i didn't realize this about her like she was watching it with me and she's like she knows every line
1: before they say it beth and and i are kind of copacetic that way i've seen this movie at least 100 times and I'm not being hyperbolic like we it was one of those movies that we had it on it was like recorded off HBO or something yeah and I would literally watch it for a month
2: and then you you record it all the time I would
1: watch it like back to back when I was like seven or eight years old Mm. um, I would literally watch it over and over and over over again.
2: A a brief summary. It's about uh, three teens who cut school and they they have some fun in Chicago for the day.
1: That's the superficial story.
2: Like, what is it about other than that? What's actually, what's going on? It's about Cameron learning to stand up to his father. It's about
1: friendship and it's about, it's a coming of age, obviously. And actually, this is my first question for you guys. Who do you think is the protagonist of oh, Ferris? Oh, I was going to say off. this. I had an idea. It's got to right? be and,
2: Ferris's sister, right? It's Jeannie. Uh, uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's got to be Jeannie because she's the only one who re- – well, maybe Cameron because she changes like throughout this, yeah, the story. He, that's – I
1: mean he's the one who changes. He's the one who has the sort of obstacles to overcome. I mean obviously Ferris has to like use a trampoline to jump over a fence. Like he yeah, literally a, has a obstacles. Literal but, obstacle. but, yeah, a literal obstacle. But Cameron has like true emotional obstacles um that he well, has Well so to does Jeannie,
0: right?
2: Doesn't Jeannie have to be. I
0: yeah. like what Jeannie doesn't. Jeannie changes too. Like it's it's more obvious with Cameron. Um they, they lean into it harder with Cameron. When well, he gets the music Cameron,
2: underneath but... it when he has a big change. Whereas Jeannie, there's something that goes on with her where I like when she kind of switches personalities because she's telling Charlie Sheen like what her name is. She's like, My name is Jeannie. But some guys, a lot of guys call me Shauna. Shauna. Sha- yeah, because it's Shauna's playing. And I was thinking <laughs> like what the fuck there's a whole new side of her that you didn't know yeah. was there which is that yeah l- some guys call her like these guys call her like, shana and she, her, her, her like... character
0: isn't just being fucking pissed off at her brother oh, by I the mean, way yeah. like her, her intro to her which is like very earlier in the movie fucking rules like the first shot of her the first you see of her mm-hmm. it's while ferris is like convincing his parents <laughs> that he's sick and it's just a shot of her feet tapping like her rolling her fingers on her fucking hips in like an annoyed way while he's like faking his parents out She's chewing gum them. Chewing gum, and then it's her face saying, like, Oh, fine, what's this? What's the problem? Like, you're letting him guy. stay home. Yeah. Are they the same age? I
1: don't want to just recite lines. I could the whole time if you want.
0: Yeah. That's not a problem. We need somebody um, to
2: recite
1: the lines all the time. The sibling rivalry, like, arc is so beautiful because. It just captures it so well, right? They hate each other. Well, she hates him. He's, like, not. Does she hate him? It's really unclear why she hates him so much, but.
2: Her whole life, like, you know, he gets away with everything and she doesn't. And she's,
1: like, in his shadow or something. But there's a bit of a feminist theme in there when you think about it. That that he, like,
0: gets away with everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's her problem. It's a fucking patriarch. Essentially, you know, like. that was Also, it's
2: like the principal's trying to break into her house. and and she lays him out and and like they don't they they arrest her for this like they take her to the station what's up with this no they
1: they arrested her for making a phony phone call they thought that she made it all up
0: oh that makes sense okay yeah and it's cool that even though she tries to sometimes like she's about to to knock on her brother but she never does she has lots of opportunities to straight up say like especially the beginning like he's like mugging to her like showing her like well his parents back return that he's not sick and she's still like she complains but she doesn't say like he's she never like says to anybody he's fucking lying He's not sick. She gets yeah. really close knows, to it, but she, she never it never happens. Get.
2: Yeah, it's a stop snitching house.
1: And yeah. you mentioned the feminist angle. I mean, it would be like a probably. And this is great. The three of us should talk about feminism. Oh yeah, um,
2: that's what that's what this part, yeah. <laughs> for. Yeah. For
1: those of you who don't know what feminism is, um, yeah. let me explain. <laughs> no, she gets over her uptightness when she makes out with a dude. Yeah. Oh, it like cures her. I don't know that that's yeah. exactly feminist, but at the same she time, she tasted this dirty boy. She to just like, needed to somebody to like acknowledge her and see her, and yeah. you know. That somebody yeah. did. Oh, and, that, and, like, and kinda, like listen yeah, to her. Nobody up, listened so. to her. Yeah. 100%. There's a bit of a class
0: thing in that, too, right? because the dude is, like, a, of a different class than her. Charlie Sheen. The Charlie X Sheen, X yeah, game, yeah, playing boy at the police department, I think. Um One thing about that scene is, and, like, when you're talking about, like, sort of themes of the movie, and this is kind of one, I think, and it applies to her, is they're having a conversation. She's telling him what's wrong, and he, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, so you're mad at your brother. You're mad because... Not your brother breaks the rules a bit because he gets away with breaking the rules. Don't worry about what he does. Worry about yourself, and you know mm-hmm. maybe learn how to break the rules, or get away with breaking the rules yourself, which is sort of a gross idea uh, when you think about it in the context of like it being we're talking about privileged elites. Mm-hmm. This yeah, individualism like, I, I, you, of,
2: you get the idea that Ferris is gonna like he's a white collar criminal. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that's probably <laughs> what what ends how he ends yeah. up is like uh, he's, he's a narcissist
1: under- probably, right? You know, usually the risk in watching movies from any era prior to like 2009, basically, is that they're going to have things that make us cringe. And even like John Hughes movies, you know like I think Weird Science and a couple others there's that word that was in Bill and Ted's that we don't like etc oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think in Ferris Bueller's Day uh, Off yeah. I, the only thing I could think of I was really trying to like oh you think of the black some... people in the parade that are, that are... Uh, a little bit co- I, the only, only people of color? color in the whole movie yeah. are the, the garage attendants yeah. who he yeah, doesn't yeah. think speak English right and then yeah, there's... the people in the parade although that was just that's like black joy I mean that was there's cool there's
0: people of color that are just more background I mean like the, the real yeah. crime is giving such a big spotlight to all these fucking rich white kids yeah but yeah, but, but it's like, time, you, you know,
1: what it's it, a movie about kids in the northern Chicago suburbs in the 80s. It would have been probably really inauthentic to just pretend that there was like black people living in that world. Right. So
0: sure. And they see plenty when they go to the city. There's plenty for right. in the kids city. In
2: school, But it's also like they go through these houses. And I was thinking like most kids in America probably watching this were probably thought I'm poor. When they watch this movie yeah. where oh, they're definitely. running through the backyards yeah. and it's like a big backyard with a trampoline, a backyard with a swimming oh, pool. Cameron's garage. I mean,
1: like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I would live in there. It's, I do live it's in there. It it like my digest living room, house? Actually. It's yeah. the 80s, oh, nice. though.
2: So,
0: like, I think a lot of people were like, maybe I'm poor. But I, I think especially white people are aspirational. They'd be like, oh, maybe that's what everybody should uh, be like. Be I nice remember as a like kid that.
2: being like, wow, because I, I don't think we had call waiting at the time. So I was yeah. like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. you like take multiple calls. It was always like a, a real cool guy move in movies. That you're like taking calls or there's a lot of like phone games yeah, in yeah. this where well, they're like that was the
1: only comfort for Jeannie was that she got a car and Ferris got a computer. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. Like she, she got, got that... the better, massive, amazing gift. Ferris also um, has an $8,000 yeah. fucking
2: synthesizer, <laughs> but you know, right. whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I
1: mean, but the, my point of bringing it up- like,
2: It's not like nowadays, a computer was like, that costs as much as a car. For sure. Yeah. He
1: used it to hack into the yeah. system. So There was a very fucking 80s plot. bit
0: of it is that he, a teenager, uses his home computer to hack into his fucking principal's office computer to change well, his cause... fucking number of tardies. Well, the part two the is, is called Yeah. right? Yeah.
2: I was thinking about Broderick in this. I was like, why does this guy talk like this he kind of talks like Woody Allen, mm-hmm. and then I kind of thought, well, that's also kind of how John Mullaney talks. And John Mulaney actually is about this life, where he actually is a privileged Chicago teen that like is now a grown-up comedian. Yeah. But he's from it's... like suburban Chicago, right?
0: He reminded me of John Mulaney a lot too. I did just watch yeah. last weekend Saturday Night Live with John Mulaney, which will have been two weekends ago by the time the listener hears
2: this. That's good; with Stan staying relevant.
1: But anyway, my point in bringing it all up is, as far as movies from what is it, nineteen eighty-six or eighty-seven? You said eighty, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, six, yeah. I mean, I I would. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a movie that, especially like a teen comedy, yeah, like that, rape in it. It doesn't yeah. have stuff that makes you cringe in it True. as, as yeah. much as you would think. True. And I know on this list, I'm not suggesting we jump to ranking yet, but you know, a lot of movies, especially movies from our collective childhoods, get docked pretty hard because they have problematic things in him like ferris bueller if you're grading on a curve especially it's like an a plus and if you're grading on a non-curve it's probably like a b
2: or b minus not that bad right but just being inoffensive isn't the most ringing endorsement i can think of right like a lot of things are inoffensive like you couldn't have a movie from 1986 a paint drying which doesn't offend you but it doesn't mean you really want to watch it although this movie is quite watchable and 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 i enjoyed it you know there's a callback to you ever see palm beach story with that Sausage King of mm-hmm. uh, Chicago, because mm-hmm. yeah. they they make this reference to it, and I'm like, oh wait a minute, because when I was a kid, I had never seen Palm Beach Story, but in this, there's a guy who meets I forget the woman who plays the lead in that movie, but he tells her he's the Sausage King of Chicago, and it's a good business to be in because if you know where to get the meat cheap and whatnot, and it's a whole character. There should make a the movie video about game that
1: rampage but... with the giant wolf man. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The Rock made a movie out of it, yeah. I believe. One of the characters in human form is Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago, so I think it's a real person, oh, perhaps. Oh, wow. Or a rampage just borrowed from Ferris Bueller. I don't
2: know. Like Palm Beach Story is from 1938 or something. So like, and there's a, it's a real guy who is the sausage king of Chicago and he gives advice. So it's not just like he's mentioned, you know, like he shows Mm -hmm. up and he talks about being the sausage king and what it, what it entails. So anyway, does Uh, Ferris think about his sister at all, except for the very end when she's good to him. And at the very beginning when he's making faces at her, does he ever talk about her or it's not like she's not on his mind at all.
1: And nope. They're twins, I think. Right? They must I don't be think twins.
0: so. Well, I know that the original script had three siblings, and of which she was the middle one. I think she's his older sister, but they're both seniors in high school, I believe. Oh, that's yeah. a very good point.
1: Holy shit, you're right. Unless so they, she's not a twins. The-
0: or maybe they're Irish twins.
1: Yeah, I always wondered about that. Something um, like or that. like he might have skipped a grade because he's really clever.
2: Yeah. Could you see a serious reboot of it, like a, a movie where it's like this deals with the same thing but in a more serious way? Would that work? Or, so like wait, the like, new Fresh me,
1: Prince of Bel-Air thing?
2: Yeah, yeah, where it's like it takes the same thing, but not it's not goofier. Because it kind of – it doesn't really work in that way. It kind of has to just be about some see, teens that, that you hang out with. I can't imagine I can it. see
0: one that's a little more serious, but not much more, like a Wes Anderson type thing. Oh, okay, um, Cameron Attempt Suicide.
1: Yeah. yeah. Just quickly, can we talk about just some of the filmmaking? Because it, I think it's like peak John Hughes. You know, you you see – if you watch – say like Home Alone or some, some of the other movies that came later, you can see like he does some of the same little tricks and things, like just the way he cuts. And like, of course, there's the breaking of the fourth wall. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like as a film and as a teen comedy, he didn't have to do any of that stuff. What I really always appreciate about John Hughes, and I think it's on full display in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, is that he doesn't insult the intelligence of his viewer, even though it's teenagers, right? Like he's like, no, I'm going to do like a interesting, quirky Thing
2: here, that, they're real characters that and they're maybe, written like as if they were real people. Yeah, it's not just like they're churning out uh, meat into a meat grinder to make sausage, like the Sausage King of Chicago does. <laughs> th- th- it's better than it has to be. Yeah, you're right. Like Porky's isn't better than it has to be. Right? No, a lot of these movies they have real contempt for their audience, or just like it doesn't really matter, you know. But there's some real care that went into it. I was thinking about the scene in the museum. Oh yeah, you know, there's a the Surratt painting, and you think like, yeah. how many people in the world. Have seen that painting because Cameron's looking at it. Yeah. in the movie. Because otherwise, how are you going to see that? You're not. You don't take an art history class or whatever. You know. So it's like as an art education, it teaches something. And that that whole sequence in the in the museum is probably my favorite part. The yeah, sequence is, like, Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. The
0: framings they're done in a way that's like you wouldn't expect yeah, it. It wouldn't be the first thing I do. I'd frame each individual thing, but
1: each frame makes a point to like combine different art pieces in the same frame. It's really good. It's yeah. great. And every little character that shows up is like fully realized. Like I'm yeah. thinking about if you remember the part where he's. Uh, Rooney, the principal's in the pizza place. And, yeah. um, he says, Oh, he accosts that girl. He accosts the girl. But then the other part, he, you know, there's a great character actor who's been in other stuff, but he, he says, uh, you know, the baseball game's on, he's like, what's the score? And the guy goes, nothing, nothing. He goes, who's winning. And the guy just looks at him and goes, the bears, right? And it's <laughs> yeah. a baseball game. But just yeah. like that little throwaway part is great. Right. Or like, obviously all the stuff with grace. I mean, just yeah. Yeah. like kind yeah. of the highlight of the movie. Right. Yeah. She's amazing. Say um, the line about
0: the types of di- that she says about different people in the school. Oh God! I, I, oh, you I'm don't gonna, make I'll him say. I'll you don't even The sportos, the, make say the yeah, motorheads, yeah. geeks, sluts, bloods, wastoid dweebies, yeah. dickheads—they all adore him. They think he's <laughs> Do you think a that all dude. those people
2: <laughs> together do they add up to everybody? Like, okay, you take all these marginalized communities, dweebies, yeah. dickheads, uh, sportos. Wasteoid. Does that encompass a majority of the school, or is that everybody at the school? She's describing Donald Trump's base,
1: you know, like, <laughs> but in the high school. <laughs>
2: the, the sportos, the dickheads. It seems like a, there's a lot of crossover. Like I might self-identify as a dickhead, but I'm also a sporto, but I don't admit it or the other way I'm around. I more as a dweeby, but. Yeah, I, I know. But I don't
0: uh, think the geeks and the bloods are Donald Trump's base, but I could be wrong. Yeah. And only half
1: the sluts are. So we all went to the same high school, but in slightly different eras. I don't think I overlapped with either of you. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you have a Ferris Bueller? Were you a Ferris Bueller? I, mean, um,
2: I, I do know that if I, whenever I would cut school, I would like. Smoke weed at a park. Yeah, I would not go to an art museum or to a ball game or a fancy restaurant. So I think it's a different life than a lot of people lived who, who were watching the movie. But did you have somebody? I don't know. I it, maybe it would be like Jake. This is might be of note here. You did have a sweater vest that had uh, like the this movie down. came
0: out in 1986. I started seriously skipping class in 1987 and i mean pretty seriously like i would rarely skip whole days but i would skip one period each day for a long time like i had a similar experience with when you you see the um, number being erased of the number of absences on the screen uh in the uh-huh. principal's office but it was the principal it was the vice principal actually just like saying hey look at all these absences oh and you were like oh i gotta um, hack in i gotta
2: i gotta get a computer. no no he
0: was just like hey I'm just going to go ahead and erase this number and put in a much lower number because I don't want you at this school next year. Um, so, yeah, I think it was Jake. This is not the guy that said he wanted to slap the shit out of me. That was the principal.
3: Oh, okay. But I don't
2: know. There do might you think, think some the people... principal should go to jail. Like he's accosting girls at the pizza place. He's not at work doing his job. I'm sure he has other things he has to do that day. He's the villain,
1: yeah. but I mean, wh- what
2: did he do wrong? He broke, uh, he into, a broke into a house. So, yeah. He smashed a pot on a dog's head. Yeah. Yeah, I could have killed yeah. that dog.
3: Pr- and also, prior to like, all it's that, hard, it's hard to be sympathetic to the guy too. Educator.
2: No, but it's hard to be sympathetic to him because the actor has done some bad stuff in the intro. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know the specifics of it, but like we I just went know over that in the he's Howard the Duck
0: dude. episode, but he yeah. was arrested for yeah, sexual re- pornography. He was uh, just uh, doing, doing research. Yeah. I think he said yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> a 17 year old boy uh, accused him of solicitation for to pose uh, for nudes yeah. um, when the boy was like 14. So. I don't. I guess I well, never touched a guy, but by the way, that yeah, character well, is probably the most iconic it. character in the movie. I'm sure you guys would agree. Not the best, not not my favorite character, but I mean, I guess maybe. I, I don't of, even know what Harris. iconic
2: means anymore. You'd have to okay. work me through a definition of that, man. I don't know if I'd <laughs> okay. agree with that, but sure. But I've probably fine, seen Career Opportunities more times than I've seen this, although this is a movie I always liked and, and quite enjoyed. I
0: don't know if you I've you ever know? seen Career Opportunities. Is that Isn't Dana it, Carvey?
2: It's a John Hughes movie. It's it's like, I believe it is. And it's, I don't um, think it's a John Hughes uh, movie. Whaley. I seen it. It's Whaley and uh, Jennifer Connolly, and they get locked in a Target. Oh, I know that
1: movie. That's where she's like very seductively riding one of those horse, like, Yeah, she rides a hobby horse, horse
2: wearing this yeah. white uh, uh, tight clothing. Oh, yeah. yeah, you remember this. They rollerblade around yeah. Target. You never saw this movie? It's a John Hughes movie, I, but it's like, it was like his last teen comedy.
0: By the way, I looked up that Cameron's house. We talked about Cameron's house earlier. The house is fucking red. It's beautiful. Mid-century modern house. Um, He's got a fucking one of those '80s electricity balls, like that you find at uh, mm-hmm. sharper image. Yeah, my fucking, son's got one of those. You can buy them now. A black a, pedestal now next for to his 10 bed. Yeah. But I looked it. that house up, uh, and it's in Highland Parks near Chicago. And last time it sold uh, was in 2014. It only sold for one million, which I'm surprised to. Oh man. Yeah, I don't think it's as big as you might is, think it is.
2: Th- we live in California, so our idea of what houses cost is totally like a million dollars is still a lot of money for a house in a lot of the country. Sure.
1: There's a description in the movie of the house, which I think Ferris says, can you oh, imagine growing up in a beautiful. joint like that? Yeah. It's yeah. very cold. It's very beautiful. And you're not allowed to touch anything.
0: Uh, John Candy auditioned for the role of Cameron and they thought he was too old. He didn't get it. He was like five oh, years older than Alan was. Ruck, who was 35 at the time. He wait, was Alan 35 in that? Yeah. He was born what? in 1950 and the movie came out in 80. <laughs> wait, wait, I mean, in, no, no. He was born in 56. Movie came out in 86. Sorry. He was 30. Um, oh. John Candy was 35 <laughs> when, he, when he auditioned for it. <laughs>
2: Even 30, I'm like, he's a, he's a young 30. They must have, like, you know, blasted some stuff on him or had him wear like a backwards baseball cap or something to make him look younger. I don't know what they did, but he didn't stand out as especially older. Oh, How old was Matthew okay. Broderick?
1: My favorite scene in the movie, uh-huh. and this is just an amazing bit of filmmaking where he's in the car. Cameron's in the car trying to, to decide, debating with oh, himself yeah. whether or not he'll go to Ferris's house. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Yeah, it's yeah. just one shot, right? You see him get out of the car, you see him out of focus, walk across the frame. Yeah, you think he's gone back inside? We just stay on the car, then he comes back and you see him stop and like debate and then jump up and down. Yeah, and then I think it just cuts to him at Ferris's house. Cuts That's a, like,
0: scene and then the next scene he's at Ferris's house. So yeah,
1: honestly, like I'm I'm not a filmmaker, but for many years I wanted to be. And that scene, that is scene like, also why. was
0: pretty long for what's happening in it, and it could have been twice as long, and mainly because of Alan Ruck's performance, I think. But the directing is good too, is but yeah. the performance is great in it.
2: It could have been twice as long, and I wouldn't have got bored of it because it's fucking such a cool scene. I think it's weird that the Buellers have. Such an angry dog. Like it looks it's a junkyard dog they have. It's like maybe he's a Hollywood actor version. Here's the thing,
0: of it. every time you see the dog, Phil, um, it's because the dog is interacting with an intruder in their house. Uh-huh. just because the dog's a Rottweiler doesn't make it an angry dog. And it, any, even read, a small so you read dog, the original even, script, like did they like mention a nice... the
2: dog? Do they mention like feeding the dog or we have a dog or does the dog come up at no, all? No, that's
0: why the dog comes up as a good surprise in the movie. I guess they could have like planted a dog bowl earlier in it. But um, yeah,
2: it's like, what he's there's just, lots of things they don't mention though. I want everything spelled out for me. I want my hand held <laughs> when I'm watching these movies, Jake. I don't like it when there's a surprise. I want to see a prequel about how he got the dog, how the dog learned to bite people. And also <laughs> as a homeowner, I was watching it. And when the principal sneaks around the house and he gets all muddy and I thought, yeah. oh, oh, you need a sump pump. There's a lot of uh, liquefaction going on. They have a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. They should have caught that in the home inspection. And especially because, you know, like his mom is selling real estate. So she knows home inspectors who, like, she, she should be able to, like, know that you got to have yeah. someone come and look at that she's got too much know.
0: going on i mean just she's Foundation got two kids problem. She's working she's got the vermont yeah. people she's got the vermont people yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I looked up the, the parade scene which is also a great scene especially that when he does twist and shout and like it turns into yeah. like a musical number uh, which is awesome which is mm-hmm. pretty common for those movies in the eight like flash dance has one and whatnot um
2: yeah you got to have a musical number
0: yeah so i always I remembered it as being a saint patrick's day parade just because i guess that's what happened in t- cities that i was in and you know there's the most common or a pretty common type of parade but i looked it up and it's because i was like there's lots of german shit going on uh it's the von steuben day parade which is a real parade that happens it's uh it celebrates baron von steuben who played a leading role in the american uh, revolution uh, on the american side
2: and it's on a weekday right
0: uh no it's usually <laughs> on the weekend but in that show it's on a weekday but anyways yeah, yeah. um it's considered the German American event of the year. I'd never heard of it, but um, that's
1: a little bit of
2: that's some Chicago land trivia for us.
1: Yeah, I also really, as a kid, really appreciated the Rube Goldberg sort of like setup in his room. Oh, Pee Wee Herman right, like oh, yeah, yeah. Pee Wee Herman like yeah. that was kind of a magical thing. Yeah. Kind of a Wes Anderson vibe to that too. Like, just it had like a d- that's the yeah. stuff you like a little-
2: as a kid that that kind of thing really appealed to me. That you know, you're controlling all these things. You have devices. You have things figured out. You know, like a- well.
1: And that's Home Alone, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, it's obviously got a breakfast club kind of – i think it came after the breakfast but cup, it's but like, it team, like teens relating to each other yeah and it's definitely got home alone stuff in it um obviously like you a home alone fan though am i a home alone fan yeah. i was a, like maybe two years too old to really really love it yeah. but yeah i love Home Alone. you know like yeah. my, but, I mean, my kids
2: saw was... home alone and it was like it's a big deal to him because he loves the idea of he's doing violence on people and it's like justified
0: but another bit of trivia that i'll share that i found out online is that in 1990 there was a ferris bueller sitcom mm-hmm. that didn't last the whole season got canceled during its first season oh, John oh, I-, I was a parker involved. lewis man so
2: i never watched. That.
1: It was at the same time as Parker Lewis, I
0: think. Yeah, and like I think
2: the, I, ha- I made the choice. I, I chose the, the other one. The premise of
0: the sitcom wasn't that it was a continuation. It was existed in a universe that was meant to be the real life universe that the movie was based on. Wait, that why? It followed the story of Ferris Bueller, who is a kid who they made a movie based on the events of his life. Oh. Like the main character in it complains that Matthew Broderick plays him in this movie they made about him.
1: Oh, really? Ugh. Yeah, it didn't last long. Ferris Bueller, the TV show, was Parker Lewis Can't Lose.
0: Uh, Jennifer Aniston
2: played the role of Jeannie. Oh, that makes sense. Which seems to fit. As a kid, something I would often want was, I would see a movie that was like, kind of exciting and fantastical, and I would say, oh, I want to watch... The realistic thing that this is, so that like they have a built in reason (laughs) not to show me anything too outlandish or exciting. I want to see the real thing. I don't want to see a flight flight of fancy. I want to see something that's like more boring and humdrum day to day activities. They don't, it doesn't give the audience enough credit that like they can accept that like, yeah, it's not the same person. There had been TV versions of movies, or it's like, you know, you watch Batman with Michael Keaton and you can also watch the old Batman TV show and it doesn't break your brain that like they're different men. Yeah. People don't really care, I don't think. I, I don't know. Maybe there's real Ferris Bueller heads out there. I don't know. Yeah, there was an era in the late 80s, early 90s, I guess,
0: partially inspired, I think, by this movie that where.
2: Where you were cutting class every day. Well, also, yeah. And, <laughs>
0: and also, there's some like metatextuality, like in TV shows and shit like that. Some like breaking oh, yeah, the fourth yeah. wall and whatnot. Well, Home um, Alone does the same thing, like Donovan said. Donovan asked at the top about like what the themes or morals of the movie are
2: Pepsi um, is good. You got to drink it.
0: Yeah, Pepsi yeah. with Oreos is great in a hot tub. Oh. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, Ferris Bueller says, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around every once in a while, you're, you can miss it. And that's kind of one of the morals of it. Just like, it's good to have a day off. It's good to take a break, look around.
2: What if a guy was popular? Yeah,
0: well, yeah, another moral of it is yeah. a rich white male can pretty much do whatever they want with no repercussions.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: or rich white people in general can. I go back to the guy in the fucking, the parking attendant dude. I love this guy. Like, it's he's one of my favorite guys in, in the movie. <laughs> he awesome. like. Ferris Bueller fucking patronizes the shit out of him and the guy just goes along with it. It's like, sure. Yeah. You know, everybody clearly looks down on him. They, you know, expect in advance that he's going to do something to the
1: car.
2: Yeah. Um, But
0: guess what? He does. If they didn't fucking treat him that way, maybe he wouldn't. And Uh, maybe he should anyways,
1: you know? He's kind of the only character that gets one over though on Ferris, right? Like he's the only. Yeah. He's the only one who, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, Beats Jeannie kind of does like she has him pinched. Like, she well, actually, both her and yeah. the principal have him pinched, and she has leverage right. over him at the end. Uh, and she sort of is the one, uh, is the, it the the believable f- the f- that she has the, mom? the most power at the end of the movie? Like, essentially,
2: I know sometimes, like, uh, you'll watch videos and uh, someone will pretend to be a mom age, like, that's like a she's thing. She's not the mom, she pretends to be his mom when she answers the door. She's like, I've been worried sick uh, about no, you, no, and whatnot. not? Because no. No, I Rooney think knows she's, who she
0: is. Like that's she's yeah. a student of his. Thing. It's
2: weird the way she's talking to him, though. She she's does like, put on a
0: mom voice, but it's for Rooney to understand. She's making fun of him by doing this mom voice and sort of speaking down to him a bit too. She shouldn't
2: give him his wallet. She should keep that social. leverage on him. She should like extract from him, like you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, make him pay money or something, or like humiliate him, some blackmail him, or something like that. Yeah. Right. She, like he's the yeah, bad guy. He knocked your dog. Yeah. He he tried to crush your dog's skull. Like that's a serious crime to me.
1: Oh, the part at the end with the. um well, first of all, it was the first movie I remember where like something happens Those after credits, the credits. Yeah. You get I, 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 for, it, yeah. But even during the credits, yeah. the whole like school bus sequence, mm-hmm. I mean, again, better than it had to be. They just crammed in like more goodness that, yeah. you know, during that the credits. That was a feeling
2: yeah. I got growing up when you would watch like Seinfeld, that was a TV show where it felt overstuffed. Like there's so much stuff. Mm-hmm. They have so many jokes that like it overflows into the closing credits. And like like a
1: double stuffed Oreo. Almost. Oh, I don't
2: want to talk about that, man. Because that. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, that's the feeling it gives. So even if the movie isn't that jam packed, it still feels like it's bursting at the seams. Like, oh, you are really getting your money's worth. Look, there's so much that, like, yeah, like it's a short movie. Should so they
1: tell you in like creative writing? class in college like if you write a short story every word has to have a function or whatever it kind of feels like.
0: It's interesting though they like I wouldn't say cut corners but there's like stuff they sort of they don't lean too heavy into the plot stuff like the plot's very thin you know like the yeah, things yeah. that happen it's just a bunch of things happen essentially and there is some, a little bit hang of hang character
2: development yeah. but not a whole lot. Most I don't of think a lot has to happen in a movie. I think people is is get bogged down in, in stories like you don't need that much to happen because it's just about teens it De- Depends on the story out. but
1: yeah it's hard there's to make a, a movie like quite a bit of like plot I mean things happen like they try to do something and then something gets in the way and they have to do something else and that has a cause and effect i mean like I in the suppose, in yeah. the most like oh, yeah. pure sense of plot there's a lot of plot but, right but, but yeah in terms of like it, that deeper like it's not
2: like a it's not like an intricate swiss watch it. like i watched the prestige right and i enjoyed this movie but it's it's real like you know, edited all cleverly. And then, you know, there's a lot of like Mm -hmm. backflips being done to make everything fit together and work right. And you look at it you're like, Oh, I admire that. You know, it's a different kind of thing.
1: I read up on some other like criticism of of the movie and somebody said that same thing, Jake, that there isn't plot, but I actually think like the breakfast club doesn't have much plot. Not much happens in the breakfast club. It's mostly just monologues, conversations, character development with a few key scenes. And like, in a lot of ways, Ferris Bueller's like the other end of the spectrum. It's all in a sense plot. It's just, action yeah i guess for
0: him especially but like between when they drop the car off and when they pick the car up it's just for at least his side of it. when they're cutting back to to rooney to his sister there's stuff going on but for him it's really meandering like there's not a whole bunch of things that happen and then
2: well it's a day off what do you think his days on are like when he's at school with what is what is it a regular day like for him i guess that's what you'd find out in the tv show yeah (laughs) <laughs> um, I guess ready. to uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm rank ready. I'm... I, we've talked about it quite a long time. Yeah, so
1: Ben Stein is
2: also Ben Stein in is in it, uh,
1: oh, a yeah, yeah. pretty
0: iconic and memorable thing.
2: Kind of disgraced himself nowadays. Most iconic.
0: Also the song Oh Yeah, which was apparently it had been released a while before, but that song really caught. It's on a big audio that.
2: dynamite song on there. There's some tracks on there.
0: But that song Oh Yeah, like that's reused over oh, and over yeah. again for the same effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big like in, in yeah. other things. Okay, so yeah, let's rank it. Yeah. So what
2: other movies do we have on here? I think the highest
1: ranked movie is currently Caddyshack. If okay, yes, and I can't put it above
2: caddyshack personally i got some um, I, problems with caddyshack i you know like i like rodney so much i feel like caddyshack is something where it's like an a-plus performance by one of the greatest human beings to ever live and then night
0: and then also rodney's in it
1: <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> it's like the chicago bulls with jordan right yeah 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 except like no, there's a lot of other good characters but it's really about the one
2: guy
0: Ted yeah.
1: night
2: yeah, Ted nineteen. Yeah. Hey, dude, man, oh. honestly, Ted nineteen is fucking great. Okay, the next one down is The Matrix, and that's number fifty three. And I found The Matrix pretty okay. thoughtful, pretty interesting movie. Uh, a lot going on in there, and it, l- it looks really cool. They all got like vinyl uh, overcoats on uh, and sunglasses. Does anyone have sunglasses in this movie? I kind of forget. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, Rudy, uh, has Rudy, Rudy has
3: sunglasses that he flips up.
0: They make a joke out of them. Um, yeah. uh, Matrix, I would want to put above this. I think I, I feel like Matrix uh, is really more...
1: I don't know. I'm having trouble with that. I mean, the Matrix was a really cool sort of important movie that had a lot of impact on the culture. But I think all of that is true of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. as but well. But not
0: to the extent I don't think that Matrix did. I mean, like blue-pilling, red-pilling, for right.
1: example. Like think, there's not an example from... So right below The Matrix, we have metatextuality, oh, yeah, that, which really I believe is very much a part of Ferris B. Well, yeah, Day well off. let's go
2: down to the next movie on the list.
1: Well, you have Star Trek, The Next Generation, the media franchise, uh, uh, which I guess... Are we sure that Trading Places... Are we
2: sure movies. this is a better
1: film than Trading Places, which is... So Trading Places was another movie that I had on VHS that I also watched
0: Now it's marred, unfortunately, like, it
2: by be- the, by there's some blackface going on in it. It's pretty unfortunate. Yeah. That's why it's as low as it is. Otherwise, it'd be much yeah. higher.
0: Trading Places is at seventy on the list, by the way, and Matrix is at fifty three. Yeah. I, I think Trading Places is a better is a funnier movie. I don't know about better. It's yeah. as good of a movie, in my opinion, and funnier. Also, the
2: Truman Show. While we're talking about metatextuality, like the Truman Show, I think is a masterpiece. I really do. And just because you haven't seen it, Jake, that's why it's as low as it is. Like I just think. Well, it's, the only it's reason really... I didn't
0: see it is because I didn't know in advance that we're. I would have totally watched it, just like you earlier, committed to watching every movie that we rank from now on out, right before we rank it. Oh um, shit! I didn't have a chance to do that because I didn't know we were ranking so, it at that
1: time. It got, it got okay, if we're me. if we're putting it below Trading Places theoretically, that's putting it below Frasier, the TV show. I mean,
2: Well, really? we had some real Fraser fans come on and argue for it. And they uh, made some compelling Golden arguments. Golden Girls,
1: which is a show I love, but I...
2: Again, I we know. had some people come on the show who are big fans and they... Well, I'm a arguments. person,
1: Phil. I'm on the show and yeah. I watched well, this have you made a compelling argument fifty times.
0: Is your well, argument so, compelling? Yeah, man, it's hella good. Yeah. The Blackface argument against Trading Places, uh, I mean, that has some standing. So, I mean... Because John I think Donovan's this movie, I like Drumline
2: it, more than Ferris
1: Bueller. I like, dude, I really like Trading Places a lot, and I probably would have ranked it higher than you guys did, frankly. Okay, you're into <laughs> um, blackface, I understand. So in that sense, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in that sense, I'm probably comfortable putting it around Trading Places. Yeah, but mostly because I'm, I'm sort of like adjusting. <laughs> okay. For oh, it's anchoring. We anchored placement you. Placement of it at 70. Um, yeah. What, well, so also the Drumline,
2: which is also about teens doing things. Uh, Well, maybe they're young adults. I
1: think it's better than The Truman Show. I don't know. It's hard to compare those it It's got more cultural
2: impact than The Truman Show, that's for sure. I think it goes above Flashdance, dance. I'm happy to put it above Flashdance, as well. I think that... um, So, Flashdance
0: is 72. Truman Show is 73. At 71, we have Intro to Back That Ass Up. And right above that is Trading Places. So, we want to put it somewhere in between there. So, the question is...
2: Let's put it above mm -hmm. Flashdance and below Intro to Back That Ass Up. Yeah, okay. Okay. That works.
0: Phew. Okay, so, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the movie, goes... In the list at number 72, moving Flash Dance, the movie, to number 73. Um, so let's take a break and come back.
2: Next one, fireworks. Fireworks, uh, meaning explosives that are there for fun, not for violence. Sure. You mean- just... Not what you would use for mining or for uh, oh, what else? Yeah. That's, ex- that's explosive. Yeah.
0: Correct. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: This is submitted by Thad, by the way. Friend of the show. Do you distinguish between a firework and a firecracker? They're, the same they're at some point in oh, my fireworks life- Fireworks include
2: fire, was, firecrackers. There was a difference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Firecracker to... is a kind of firework. I think anything that is a in a, a little explosion for that's meant for joy- Or a big right? bang,
0: like up in the uh, sky.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, I think those are all fireworks. I think fireworks is a broad yeah. category, as we know, and yeah. okay. invented in China 2000 years ago, I think um, used on holidays. And anytime you want to mm-hmm. blow your fingers off, it's useful. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, it's useful like uh, for having firework fights. Uh, kids don't do this, yeah. mm-hmm. but like bottle rocket um, fights. Yeah. I, for example. Yeah. I, I I remember having a bottle rocket fight at our friend Endless uh, listener uh, Trevor W's house once in our hometown of Ukiah. Mm-hmm.
2: I remember having a bottle rocket fight in dry and, grass yeah. on the hillside.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Terrible idea. I had a Roman candle fight <laughs> yeah. in dry grass one time. This was a close quarters fight like in this small apartment with only like three rooms in the whole apartment and somebody shot one at me from 10 feet away maximum hit me right under my eye didn't explode yet bounced off and exploded about three inches in front of my face uh, and left a little bit of a scar uh, kids don't do that at home. You you say yeah. it,
2: but it's like when people are telling you, like they're in recovery and they're telling you about the yeah. stuff they did, and there's some there's a bit of an air to it, like oh, this is actually you the most fun thing it. you could do is play with fireworks yeah. and play your yeah. yeah. fingers off. And it's yeah. like I have I've I have had, a kid uh, now. Roman
1: candle fights on a roof in Brooklyn before, like we're just you know very dangerous. Yeah, I'm not trying to one up you or anything, well, Jake. I mean, but I hit a girl in the neck with one, and it like burned her. I feel like I felt
2: really bad about it. But you didn't feel so bad that you didn't talk about it now. Like no, I mean it was like <laughs> she was. I did right. watch
1: a
0: friend once uh, actually. Uh, the y2k new year's party at my house shoot a bottle rocket uh, out of his pierced penis like his penis piercing somehow mm-hmm. did he put
2: it in the tip of his penis like or did yeah he like the story it, like, is that like
0: he had it down his urethra but he was so far away that you oh my god couldn't oh my you god, couldn't really no, i couldn't no really see him cause so, he was on the roof. i want to talk about okay. something
1: else recent with fireworks we all lived in pretty big cities mm-hmm. you know during the um george floyd and resulting protests there was just uh endless nights of fireworks going off deep into the night,
2: who yeah. what was going on um, with that?
1: I have a theory that the n y p d was doing it at least in New York. It was ridiculous. It felt like there was patterns to it and and one night I was walking back to my house from somewhere, and there was just some like weird dudes in the bushes shooting fireworks from like the housing projects near my house, and I was like, these aren't like teenagers running around goofing off or like do there wasn't it wasn't like, it was just like. It was methodical, and I was like, "Huh? Well, one thing this like onslaught of nightly fireworks is doing to me is making me probably less sympathetic to the people that are supposedly protesting, because I felt like it was part oh, of the protest like, after a while. Like, it, fuck these people! Yeah. They're keeping my kids awake. Maybe we do need the police, yeah. right? And I was like, "Huh?
2: Or it's a false flag this operation. This is some like uh, well, counter ops or whatever
1: they call it.
0: It was weird. Yeah, a, it was Havana syndrome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, anyway, uh, yeah. kind of heavy, but yeah.
0: I, I do think talking about stuff that's happened sort of more recently with fireworks in cities is I think it's maybe because there's been increased access to like uh, to illegal big fireworks is the, you've seen a lot more or I have. Of oh, you live in San Francisco. There's above, always above been neighborhoods. Fireworks. No, but like oh, yeah. big fireworks shows. Like I was like last Fourth of July. I think I was driving. On the freeway, coming home, and I could see over the neighborhood that I was passing through on either side of the freeway. And people have seen lots of like pictures of this in L.A. and other places. Just fireworks yeah, just yeah. going everywhere, like all around me,
2: which is neat. I was where people were shooting them over the overpass, and I was on I was on the highway yeah. by the airport in SF, and they they were blowing up like right above the overpass. And I thought, why are they even shooting it there? It's pretty well lit; like it would look better. But I think it was just they wanted to give the motorists a show, I guess. I, it was it was a weird thing, but I like fireworks. I enjoy them. Here's a problem I have with them is. Uh, you ever have a dog?
1: Oh yeah. I had a dog kill itself during a fireworks show when I was a what? kid. How
2: did it kill itself?
1: I'll have to ask my mom the details. We had a dog that like freaked out. It went to the garage and turned the car on. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It it freaked out and tried to like I don't know. It was like leashed. Oh, and it tried to, tried to, to like jump a fence itself, or yeah. something. Oh, but we my know God. somebody who. Yeah
0: whose dog did that not because of fireworks, just because I think there's somebody on the other side of the fence, a mailman maybe even or something. This maybe
2: happens, this thing. is Ferris Bueller's dog. This it takes us back to Ferris Bueller's dog, <laughs> yeah. So, because yeah. it's real lighthearted, we're talking about this, but like, that's a problem. Like, if you ever have a dog, they hate fireworks and they yeah. cry and it makes yeah, them yeah. upset. Animals
0: in
1: general don't like them. And I'm
0: sure well, they we're give, animals like,
2: and we like them though. They give some people with PTSD- they generally part of like uh,
1: fascist, nationalist displays of whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, not, I mean, always, not always, always, but... but
0: they are, but they sure are fun. I mean, like- Carbon footprint, True. Uh, blow up fire. Oh, fingers, fire has started. Uh, you guys
1: live in a real um, fiery yeah, area. We can't
2: have fireworks can't. here anymore. There's nothing. Like, you can't even have the little snakes. I don't know, Did man. Do you ever say how your parents tell you you have fireworks and they get you sparklers and snakes only? How disappointing is I that? Know. I like the snakes. Yeah, but like, or- if you're expecting a firework, you want to shoot a Roman candle out. You don't want to have a snake. And you ever see the Simpsons episode where they want to go to the fireworks factory with Itchy and Scratchy and the Poochie is there? Oh, yeah. And they never go to the fireworks factory. And it's, it is really disappointing. You can feel the kid's pain. They're like, no, they want to watch the fireworks factory. I don't want to watch this dog. I, I don't care about if he's a rapping hippie, you know? So I feel yeah. that. Like, I'm into fireworks. I want to see a fireworks factory. I like, you I want, want to watch about fireworks. Man. Don't fucking lie. No, I want to watch that fireworks factory. Um, I want
1: to see how it's made. So in, in summary, they blow fingers off. Their carbon footprint you, you is not You burn not that great, girl's neck? I burned a girl's neck with them uh, once. Jake That's has really a scar? Horrible. I stuck um, like a
0: black cat pretty close to somebody's head once.
2: Oh, I thought you meant the animal.
0: And I think I maybe gave him permanent hearing damage. Oh. So I feel bad about that. You feel
2: that. guilt? You feel shame? I feel shame. Well, he's not listening to this. Are you jerking it now?
0: No, well, he can't. He can't hear <laughs> yeah, it.
2: No. So I, 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 yeah, I No, I'm just, I just want to know I'm sorry, should... Brown,
0: if you are listening. If you still have trouble hearing in one ear, uh, yeah. don't sue me. Jake is now wealthy, so you can probably
1: get some compensation.
2: I once got the string that was like a thousand black cats. I was in uh, Montana or Colorado or something. And I thought, oh, this is going to be great. And I lit it and it just said bang, 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 bang. It goes on for maybe 10 minutes. And the the fun (laughs) of having black cats exploding wears off pretty quick when that's like constantly going on, you know, like- It's just crack, 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 crack. That's it. You know, you want to get like a 10 or 20 pack.
1: You need a string that's shorter than the local like police uh, response. Yeah. Well, this was like,
2: we were far away. That's the thing There, there wasn't, it took the excitement out of it too. There were no consequences. It was just a a constant ringing explosion over and
1: over. It's a fun part of a road trip when you get to a state where they're legal and you start seeing the, Uh, you know, fireworks stuff off the interstate. Like that's a positive. I I just remembered
0: an example. I was on Warp Tour once uh, and every time we would get to a state Because it's a tour of like, you know, hundreds of people, mostly people in their 20s traveling together, mostly males. And we get to a state where there's fireworks are sold and inevitably like there end up being a bunch of fireworks on the tour. And at night, you know, after the show's over in the parking lot before the buses leave, you know, there's like a party or people hanging out or whatever. And one time we, uh, me and our friend Smith, uh, a listener, we just had a bunch of like whole like the big boxes that have layered open in the front that you could just buy the entire like big ass box that shows all the different types of fireworks like twenty different. Types oh, of fireworks. it's like
2: one. And it has a list on the front like three Roman candles and two blast offs. We whatnot. took
0: like half a dozen of those and like just piled them on top of each other and put like other fireworks on there as well. Pretty much everybody took all the fireworks that they had. Kids, don't do this at home, and uh, covered them with gasoline and uh, ran a <laughs> line of gas uh, and they're like sort of in the middle of these these buses in a circle and just lit, lit it on fire and it was fucking. Real fun. Uh, nobody got hurt. Another time uh, <laughs> on Warp Tour, the the
3: there's,
0: there's a band that's like a, a really, I'm not going to name the band, but like a, a subpar 90s uh, oh, fucking punk album. band. Uh, they had like the, the big ones. They had like illegal, big ones that go off in the sky. The blasting and they, caps, they were the one shooting you got to have the like mining license. Yeah. 20 feet above our head so that we we're like, it was like raining down on us, like scary. And I'd had lots of fireworks shot at me before and wasn't scared. These were like the big scary ones that could really mess you up. You were scared. And uh, Rusty from H2O punked him real hard. Uh, and so shout out to Rusty. It was so nice to see him.
1: I asked the question before because it's jumping back to another topic. Who was the most Ferris Bueller person like in your high school? And for me, it actually was Smith. Absolutely. No question. Like if there was a character not, I don't know if he cut a lot, but he was just that like sort of larger than life Bugs Bunny kind of. Just
0: Smith didn't grow up with the guy. opportunities that Ferris did. I don't see. Well, them if the same. he did, no, if absolutely he had, not. Uh,
1: but similar I mean, energy, just yeah. in the sense of like navigating his environment and like I don't know. No, no, so. that's that's wanna, a good point. And, I don't want to jock him too much. Right me that. like
2: that. No, I can see it. Smith, he, could he has a magical. With he has magical powers made. in a way.
1: Yeah, just like magical powers. Yeah, yeah, okay
2: Like, sometimes you might think if you didn't know better, like he could
1: talk his way into a fancy restaurant by pretending to be the sausage king. Also, if you didn't, if you didn't, if you didn't
2: know better, you might think that like the world was. A, a movie and he was the protagonist yeah yeah like if you didn't know better and you didn't realize that we don't have any meaning and that like it's just kind of chaotic events happening you might think oh we're in a, a world where this guy is the main character of it and i don't think he thinks that yeah, i, mean, that's, all I can't argue think with that
0: way. no <laughs> that's true shout out smith too
2: uh, should we rank fireworks? Oh uh, yes, yeah, let's, let's rank put fireworks. fireworks.
0: If Smith is on here, I know they'd go to the fucking very top probably, but he's not. So. Okay,
2: well, so big lighters are number uh, fifty one, and those are similar to and oh, firefighters okay. are number fifty. And you can't put fireworks over firefighters because firefighters are all the ones that tell you you can't have fireworks. Dude, um, are they wrong? Watching a
0: fireworks show is it's one of the best things you can do, man, especially at night on a nice warm night. But even on a night that's not, even when it's foggy out in San Francisco and on New Year's, and they're doing and it, you just um, see the
2: fog light up. Different colors. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's still it's great. It's like one of my favorite things to do. And <laughs> okay, firefighters dude. are cool.
2: They're great. Many of them. We're talking about safe and sane fireworks, right? I hope. I think you guys are way too high on the list. Right, where usually. do you think? Tell us a number.
1: I, I was all the way down at like two hundred six oh, no. okay. gas powered leaf blowers. No, no, I don't well, think we but, should
0: put them. In, I don't think they belong in the bottom half of
2: the list. But
1: I no, I mean that would have been that would be a floor. Well, they're okay, noisy so, and to
2: it. If you were a dog, put yourself in a dog's frame of mind, and we're wrecking these movies where a dog gets its head smashed. And we're ranking uh <laughs> the most horrifying thing that can happen, which is fireworks, so fireworks do you...
0: drive dogs to suicide, which is unfortunate, yes, yeah, but there's probably some underlying stuff going on with that dog that um it might have had depression problems or you know whatever That's oh, sure. um, God. yeah, I don't know if you can really blame the fireworks. <laughs> I mean, By the way, I'll put a link like, if you're thinking of a dog, uh, call yeah. somebody. If,
2: <laughs> if your dog is <laughs> suicidal, yes.
1: 122 is earplugs.
2: Fireworks are funner than
0: earplugs. Fireworks are fun, you guys. Like, yeah, I, but know that plugs, you, I know they can be traumatic. I know they can hurt people. You can deaf with earplugs. the wrong though. way. I think they belong up closer to big lighters at 51, like Phil was saying.
2: The thing is, they're dangerous. That's part of the fun of them. Like yes yeah, you can lose exactly. your finger yeah you can make your friend go deaf or burn that girl's neck or your dog might die yeah. like all these things happen these are real things and these are real risks e- emit
1: extra carbon that doesn't need to be in the yeah, atmosphere yeah the you, atmosphere. Might, you might set sure, fire yeah, to, the, to
2: the side of the hill and burn your whole town down because we don't it hasn't rained in, in 10 years
1: or get a bunch of rednecks like ramped up about invading a country yeah, or something
2: yeah sure but guess but, but what like, it's exciting they ramped sure, it's ramped up anyways, Like yeah if it wasn't fireworks they would get worked up over like the, the airplanes taken off at the airport you know they're like wow, for centuries
1: my-. fireworks
0: <laughs> has been a way for like communities to gather around and enjoy something like watch
2: watch a spectacle like in Lord of the Rings when they get to see those fireworks what about 87 like in Star Wars at the end where they shoot fireworks up that's not fireworks they blew up the Death Star That's, no, there's some fireworks. About? There's some
0: fireworks somewhere in there. Maybe I'm oh, thinking of okay. Jedi. I, there's got to be fireworks. But they were like laser fireworks. Eighty-three yeah, yeah, yeah. is handkerchiefs.
2: Fireworks. You know what's really exciting? I know you like fireworks, Jake. I told this to my son when he said he won fireworks on Fourth of July. I said, "Oh, I could take you to a clown and he could do a handkerchief show where he pulls out a bunch of different colored handkerchiefs." <laughs> yeah. He wasn't. It didn't appeal to him.
1: So I was looking at beer and wings at eighty-seven because okay. for me, that's something like I understand the draw. It's not really for me. Okay.
2: But and it hurts animals you know, and it's also kind of like what about snare drums yeah. you could make someone have hearing loss from snare drums
1: okay uh, Donovan you've made a and
2: strong
0: bon Jovi argument has here
2: but at, their... at 81 we've got Chinatown and San
0: Francisco there's lots of fireworks there on uh, yeah. we could be I there think we're in the right there. place oh, for but, fireworks but
1: Chinatown is much
0: yeah I think Chinatown I mean, deserves to be above it so I would say that Bering Wings at 87 and Chinatown at 81 that's a good ceiling and floor or floor yeah. and ceiling They're not okay, okay so right I got a good question and... 84 we got nail clippers Um, these hey, uh, Phil is frequently worried about them mangling his penis he thinks about it all the time he can't stop thinking about it
2: now I think about your. Do you friend. think about course, fireworks like, mangling?
0: Here? Yeah, now here? because he
2: told me about his friend putting it, a bottle rocket into his urethra. Am I yeah, or right? if you urethra. stuffed
0: a bottle of fireworks down your pants and put gasoline on it and lit it on fire, <laughs> like yeah, that could do it pretty bad too. So because yeah, okay. fireworks would be even worse for your penis, uh, for your penis, Phil. I yeah, think they yeah, should okay. go above eighty four.
2: Uh, All right. Nail clippers. All right. I, I I, guess, I, I, thank you for considering me, Donovan. Are you okay with that? <laughs> That's going to put them above Rye Bread, Phil. Oh yeah, good point. I want Rye Bread over fireworks. I would rather give okay. up. Uh, come on, dude.
1: Look, snare drums really go with fireworks too, because yeah. I'm thinking of. Well, like, so does Bon Jovi go with fireworks? It's a really good spot on the list. Yeah. yeah. So if I'm at a Fourth of July situation, oh yeah, and Bon, so bon Jovi is playing, songs, like a Bon Jovi cover band, there's beer and wings being fed to me. Or I'm enjoying the fireworks more than the wings, at least, and certainly Let's more than Let's put them at least. Imagine above
2: snare this, though. Who's the from bon jovi we, we
0: know his, everybody knows his
2: name but we're not going to say it okay we all know of yeah. course he's playing the snare drum and you're like yeah that sounds good guess what happens hits the fireworks. pyro fireworks come even better so you got to put them above snare yeah. drums so how
0: yeah. about between ride bread and snare drums does that work yeah yeah so fireworks going at 86 moving snare drums to 87 um we're going to take a break mm-hmm. and do one more quickly
2: the next one is uh, the wind um this is submitted by trevor s wind is a force it, there's high pressure uh, and low pressure, and they combine, and, and the air is being pushed, and it, of course it goes to the side because the hot air is going up and the cold air is going down, and it creates lateral movement, and so yeah. uh, it creates wind.
0: It's moving air, right? some might say. Yeah, totally. So what are some good things about wind?
2: So let's say you're a sailor. What's the yeah. one thing you can't live without? Wind. Well, a hard tag. Or, boat? or, or Water. <laughs> <laughs> okay but you need to have wind like blood you're, if you're be calmed and you're sitting there my father r.i.p went on a big uh trip on a, a, it and was just him on this little boat a sailboat yeah and he said there were days when he would be be and just sitting doing nothing, wishing that there was wind. You, yeah, you don't have any wind in your sails. You just nothing. You're nowhere, yeah. and you need to have yeah. it. And a yeah. nice breeze is pretty nice. Now I understand there's a hurricane, there's a tornado. These are kinds of wind that can it, too much of a good thing is too much. And so we'll remember yeah. that when we also it.
0: like the opposite of like having wind in your sails or like having a tailwind is having a headwind. Wind can like work against you. Someone as well. I know
1: rode a bike across country. I don't. Oh yeah, I rode a bike across the country,
2: and the yeah uh, part of
1: it. No, no it wasn't you. it? was somebody else. <laughs> um, and he said that. On like in kansas and stuff like really just riding into a even a light wind was worse than like riding up a mountain
2: i
3: don't yeah so if you go across nevada from east to
2: west there's there's a constant wind in your face at all times just like it's not too strong but it's awful and it was cold wind too so it's like it's a freezing ice cold wind is blasting through you it's pretty unpleasant oh Oh, you know what's also awful you have like a valuable thing in your hand and the wind catches it and blows it away and you never see it again that happens oh, yeah. to you. Like, Jake, have you ever tried to read a newspaper yeah. in, in San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Like, it's always windy. And so, like, it whips around and then you're trying to read. Uh, I'm trying to read Ziggy here. And then the, the newspaper is blowing away. That happened to you because it's happened to me.
1: You're like, I didn't see if the little man was clapping. Yeah, or exactly. Sitting in a seat. Yeah, it's, the Chronicle
2: man.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't read newspapers. I just look at the pictures. Of the uh, the man clapping <laughs> or sitting in his seat and whatnot in the movie reviews. Um. So the, yeah, mm-hmm. as Phil mentioned, it could be wind in your sails. It could be wind beneath your it, wings. A wind could bring a good smell, smell to feet. you, though.
2: Let's say you're a cartoon mouse, yeah. and it brings you a smell of Limburger cheese that wafts over to you, I and mean, it, it yeah, actually yeah. the smell picks you up. Summer breeze makes yeah, me exactly feel fine. I, uh,
1: there, yeah, exactly. It's really one of those things that it it can be awful. And it can also be like right. the most pleasant thing there is like on a really hot day. And there's like a yeah. little, just a
2: little well, breeze. You in, yeah. Cause you live in New York Ooh. and that's, Beautiful. I remember yeah. that in New York city, when there'd be a little breeze in New York in the summertime, it would make your day. Yeah. Cause otherwise it could be just awful. And just that little bit of wind.
1: But at the same time, a day like today, when it was like 19 degrees, oh, chill you get wind. a little oh, yeah. breeze fucking yeah. worst and the wind comes, comes up the river like 20 something. degrees or
0: more at least the way it feels phil you, you were talking about um wind bringing a smell you live in petaluma and sometimes the wind brings the smell of like nearby oh, yeah there are uh, cattle farms so, like, and whatnot
2: certain times of the summer the wind will, will blow like a manure smell over to us like a sonoma aroma right and <laughs> it's unpleasant you know yeah. and
0: there's a lot of wind in petaluma yeah right?
2: we get like a gap that blows wind over so it cools off so our, we're not as hot in the summer as other surrounding areas are Because we have like wind coming in like towards the end of the day usually there'll be a coastal gust right. a gust is a nice thing man
1: yeah but not if there's like a forest fire Oh a forest yeah, fire yeah, yeah the winds have been bad for those and they create their own yeah, wind and yeah. stuff I, mm. I hadn't thought about that yeah they knock down
2: power so lines and whatnot and create fires and, yeah, and, then,
0: and move the it can, fires it can
2: spread fire
0: yeah also like you know winds from hurricanes tornadoes kill but, you know, but aren't dozens like, if not hundreds of people a year but they but make it's sand necessary dooms. man it's part yeah. of
2: nature like things They're need to cool. be destroyed things can't last forever and the wind is like a reminder of that it like erodes things well that's an argument for war I feel like Phil no it's an argument for wind a wind can take down a mountain, right? Right. If it's in a dry area, it's just the wind that's going to take it away. It's sure. it's beautiful, man. A wind is yeah. an important thing, and I, I'm going to break
1: it high. So it's in the same category as you know. I think you guys have done like land and yeah. sea. And, we haven't uh, done yeah, fire. Fire. I would call nice. it. In fact, I think we might want to change
0: land and sea. We think we called them substance. I think it's more in the same category I as element. volcanoes, which is kind of in that category, which would be a natural feature. Volcanoes yeah. is at number twenty. Well, it's kind of like we call those it, things substance. You know, like which...
2: I, they're the four elements. I mean, the original four elements from before chemistry. Was as well understood as it is now.
0: We've got air in there already. Yeah, I mean. By the way, she mentioned that wind, is wind creates a, sustainable energy. It's the, oh, like one of the best sources of oh, sustainable point, energy. Point. I just oh, want yeah. to say that really. Oh, you like we,
2: windmills, man? Uh, I like windmills more than I like water wheels. Windmills are yeah. fucking great
0: because many of them are like dilapidated shacks. Depending do on, do you ever think it would be about. fun
2: to take a cane and you hook it onto that windmill and then it pulls you up and then you just sit on the windmill?
0: Yeah, I think somebody does that in um, one of the silent film
2: stars. Oh, does? like what Buster King does it. Doesn't Don Quixote do that? Don Quixote fights them, but like that doesn't have to do with the wind. They could be totally be calm then he was still trying to find those things
0: so we brought up both air and volcanoes air is 19 volcanoes is 20 they're right by Uh each other Mm -hmm. To me, wind can be so destructive in so many ways. No, but it's an ill wind that does nobody
2: any good. Like wind is going to help somebody out. It might blow $20 out of your hand, but it blows it into Donovan's hand. So it's not a bad wind. It's just shifting things around. That's what what it does. So it's like, it's a beautiful thing. It's important. It's change. It's not total stagnation. It's like, you don't like the way things smell. Guess what? It's windy. So you're going to smell what's a little ways over that way. Maybe it's better. Maybe it's worse. You don't know.
1: Even tornadoes and hurricanes, there's probably some benefit.
2: Oh yeah. You need to have that. Ecosystems yeah. or
1: something, you
0: yeah. probably need them. I, I don't need uh, them. I don't I need mean them where
2: they are for a reason.
0: I don't. You guys don't have me totally convinced. My impulse is to put them sort of in the middle. Of the would you like to live of, in, a like totally, in, a, like in a totally in things... a windless environment, man? No, but I'd like to live in one where there's wind. Sometimes there isn't, and it's usually the type of wind like I'd volcanoes. Like. Uh, volcanoes are cooler though. Volcanoes are more exciting in a lot of ways than the wind. Like when you were a little kid, when you fought, were fighting over that picture of a volcano. Um, oh yeah. Would you fight <laughs> just as much over a picture of wind? that's a
2: very good. It's a very good call.
1: No, yes. but I would have fought to be like next to the fan. On a hot day, yeah, you
2: put streamers on the fan too. Talking to the fan, it makes a cool sound. You still would want to have that picture of a volcano. Mm-hmm. It's a disrespect to the wind to have a fan, though. You're like mocking it. I've recreated you. I spit in the face of God. It's like you're playing mm-hmm. God. You have a you actually have a it's wind, like machine,
0: some Icarus or something. Oh, yeah. So the sea is that? Let's look at the sea. Well, the is a harsh is mistress.
2: It? That's why we put it so low because so many people drowned.
0: It's exactly what's going on with the wind, too. I guess it's a little bit better. What number is sea? is at 151. But we don't live there. We left um, as,
2: as mammals, we left a long time ago. For a reason. It's bad in there. It's wet. Right.
0: But we don't live in the air either. We
1: don't live in the wind like uh, a bird does. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we do sort of live in the wind. I mean, we don't like require the wind, but we let's. What about um like pollination and like seed dispersal oh, and yeah. like dandelions and stuff?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, so much
2: of life requires the wind, the food you eat. Yeah. Where's the answer blowing, Jake? I guess you guys
0: got me convinced a little bit. Tell me where you guys want to put it.
2: I want to put it. Below Onions, but above the song Midnight Train to Georgia, number the new number 23.
0: No, no, no. That is way too high. The wind? Okay. Wait,
2: top... tell me where you want to put it then, man.
0: Well, it's not better than sandwiches. It's not better than...
2: Oh, man. I would. Eat... I don't know.
0: So at 37, we got Mendocino County. Okay. Um,
2: well, now we're negotiating. That's I... good. Now we can talking. So that's
0: like, it's a great natural location. And like the thing that, that makes it the greatest... Is probably the nature that's there. Um, if there was too much wind, like it wouldn't be there. The trees would get knocked over. The wind's threatening it by knocking over uh, power cables and causing so. So you think fires. it should go
2: below Mendocino County?
0: I think it should go below Mendocino County.
2: Okay. I can accept that. So if there was no
1: wind to blow in the fog, the redwoods would, would all die.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. But right, if there but, were no but but redwoods, too then, much then the fog wind would just blow down forever. the redwoods.
1: Okay, listen to this. At number 44, we have a
0: medium podcast. And wind is kind of like a medium.
3: Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: And it,
0: it's
2: kind of like podcasts. You can hear something that there's voices in the wind. Mostly
1: pointless, sometimes good.
2: Usually, yeah,
0: yeah I'd be yeah. okay with putting it above that somewhere, but not much further. Um, so what about like I think it should go above Star say... Wars.
2: I've been disappointed by Star Wars sometimes. You know, like I didn't like the the movie, and I said I don't like this. Yeah, movie. Yeah, but Star
1: Wars doesn't kill people. Oh. but it also doesn't create power. I don't know, man. I think it's gonna. I mean, where do we end up putting fireworks? It's definitely above fireworks, right?
3: Yeah. yeah, fireworks is much I lower, I think.
1: Fireworks is at,
0: at I think 86. we should put it below
2: Mendocino County, but above newspapers.
1: Yeah,
0: I feel okay, okay with that. Cool. So wind goes in at number 38, moving newspapers to number 39. So we've completed our test for today. We now have 260 things on the list. And just to recap what we did today, so uh, uh, three things we we re- ranked in relation to one another. I think the top was wind, middle was Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and bottom was fireworks. Yes. So. uh Donovan, thanks for coming on. Oh yeah, anything
2: you want to plug? Yeah, it was a treat.
1: Um, no, I have nothing. Any shout uh, you want to give? Uh, well, my wife won't, guys, to who won't listen, listen to this. Nice. Okay. Hey, shout out to all people who won't listen to this. I want to take
0: to this to moment to say yeah. shout out to everybody who won't listen to this. Yeah. We really appreciate you. <laughs> Anyways, go on, Donovan. <laughs> That's it. Okay, thanks for coming on, dude. Great conversation. Uh, we'll have you on again sometime. I hope.
2: If you would, deign to come visit us, we'd, we'd welcome you with open yeah. arms.
1: Oh, I'm gonna be in I'm gonna be uh over spring break, I'm I'm gonna be in the Greater Bay Area and Petaluma area. So Phil, you
2: Oh yeah. Well maybe you, you should see you could either person. uh you could at very least come and say hello. No, I plan to stay gone four days. Okay, we got it. Whole, we, we have an extra room, so yeah.
1: I shriek in my sleep. So. You can see in this podcasting room.
2: Yeah. Nice. But you have to talk to Jake all the time. It's at 24 hours a day
3: connected
2: to Jake. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to Every Damn Thing. We hope that you enjoyed it. Go
0: to everydamthing.net for the updated list and show notes. If you have something you'd like to add to the list of everything or anything else you'd like to say to us, Email us at at net.
2: You find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you can also suggest topics in those same places. You can subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen. Our theme is by Jade Puget.
0: If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review it on your platform of choice. Send us a screenshot of your five-star review, and we'll bump a submission of your choice to the front of the queue. Also, if you want to support the show in general best thing you can do besides liking our posts on twitter like the guy from uh, tag team did is recommend it to a friend
2: and that puts you in the same group as the guy from tag team yeah, yeah you
0: can recommend it to your tag team partner
2: yeah nice and uh as always uh rank you for listening yeah thanks for everything